Hi, this is Gabe, a.k.a. The Horror Tribble, from Ghouls Next Door, and you're listening to The Black Tribbles. Yeah. Previously on The Black Tribbles. Back where it all began. So this one is uh, who, who would win in a wrestling match. Okay. All right, but it's a straight-up wrestling match, so it's not like bringing in chairs and all this stuff. Oh, no tables and ladders and chairs? Not yet, no. Okay. All right, so this is Theo from The Cosby Show <laughs> versus Eddie from Ed- Family Matters. Eddie, he played football. Theo didn't play anything. <laughs> See, that, that was going to be my vote, too. Yeah, because Eddie was, he was bigger. He probably, but I think, I think, I think he was Theo would probably team. be smarter. It don't matter. If it's straight-up Greco-Roman wrestling, it's strength. Unless he's squirrely. We didn't say Greco-Roman. It's WWE, right? It's still, it's still, yeah, it's still that type of wrestling. Yeah, but I'm still, giving it, I'm still, but I'm still giving it to Eddie. Yeah, we're not talking about loincloth. I thought you thing. meant like real wrestling. Well, either, no. well, there's a, a little bit of that in there too. But I'm still giving it to Eddie. Either way, I think Eddie's a better athlete than Theo ever was. I do think that, but I'm trying to think of near the end. Though, he did put on some muscle and, though. Uh, yeah, like we talk like high school Theo or like college Theo. Because at NYU, he was like a man. Yeah, but think about that. Yeah, so but was Eddie. Eddie was husky in high school and college. Eddie was Eddie was a brick. Like he never yeah. was it. <laughs> yeah, Eddie. Eddie would. I I agree with you guys on that one. Yeah, Eddie was he, never he may, small. He, he may not have been smart, but he was a strong dude. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm just thinking like if Theo could have been like, hey, there's a sandwich, threw it out the ring. He went to get it, get counted out with a ten count. You know what I mean? Like something like that. <laughs> like I'm just I'm right. just I'm just running these scenarios, but it is your black triples seven is a number both prime and divine seven yeah. is a number both prime and divine seven is a do. number both prime All and divine seven is a number Check both prime and divine united like the justice league we unlimited five transformed into seven magnificent amalgamation super saiyan we ain't playing 106.5 is the radio station Triple Nation is the name of the tribe. 610 267 215. All around the globe in every area code. Online, on air, whatever the mode. Days and nights, live or recorded. Listeners rewarded with the rawness. Keeping it flawless like a Batman plan. Jedi flips or a Spider Man handstand. Peace to every geek we stand for. From Kronos to the bottle, city of Candor. We about to catch wreck. Turn up your set, black triples on deck. Y'all know what time it is. Black triples in your area. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to you from the beautiful studios of WPPMLP 106.5 FM, Philly Cam, People Power Media, and the city of brotherly love and sisterly affection. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and kittens, children of all ages, put your hands together for another brand spanking new Saturday morning summer edition of Black Tribble. Wow, boy, some 
lung capacity. Yeah, Len goes away on vacation, <laughs> grows a new set of lungs. <laughs> that sweet, cool Caribbean air. <laughs> he said, what one? <laughs> <laughs> My name is Len, a.k.a. The Back Tribble. And as always, I'm joined in this lovely studio by... Yo, what up? It's Kennedy, also known as that Mikey Chick, a.k.a. The Floating, first lady of Triple Nation, in your teeth. What's good? Oh, what a do Facebook Live out here. It's the boy Broku, you know, cousin muscles in the building, representing Super Saiyan Triple. Much love, everybody. The Uncanny Triple and the Super Triple could not be here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. And the Master Triple, I believe, is making his way to the studio as we speak, as we bring to you another Saturday morning edition of Black Tribbles. Dante, as usual, is manning YouTube. We are streaming live and direct on there as well goes to at black tribbles and youtube and you will find us tonight we are talking about that very special 90s anime evasion that happened to our saturday morning cartoons (laughs) and our afternoons because anime was all over the place and we're going to be talking about it all night long here and we have a very special guest in the building to help us talk about it introduce yourself once more to the nation it's nate yo i'm the ranger triple chosen by zordon to protect the planet my yeah what's popping all that attitude oh you ain't you, you get a triple designation all of a sudden it gets some bass in his voice and a tag team we're now tag team champions we're popping what? what? <laughs> <laughs> this is a connection over here yo, what the hell's going on unite. what's up right. yo they got you you Kennedy, you missed it. You missed like we need. We definitely need a, a separate show <laughs> called the, the Triple Green Room. Green Chronicles. <laughs> yes, Green Room Chronicles. Yes, because let me tell you, these three, these three right here, lead by little Paul Heyman, Dark Heyman over here. Yo, I'm gonna call him uh, Gremlin Triple because we effed around and gave him food and liquor after midnight one time. <laughs> That's true. That's so true. Oh my god. Yes, and it's still it's it ain't worn off yet. No, he's, he's still like Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> For real. For real. Yeah, let me oh yeah, we'll 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 tell you all about it. We'll share it. Look at me. Bright light. <laughs> Bright light. He's like, yo, why you help me like that? <laughs> I don't know the secret. <laughs> oh my god. Um yeah, yeah, Dante is crazy. But um <laughs> God, I'm crying. <laughs> welcome back, Nate. Uh, w- welcome back uh, to the sh- to the show. Welcome, uh, welcome back, back, Len. Oh well, yes, back, thank Len. you, thank yeah. you. Yeah, I didn't think you could get any more Wakandan in it, but look at look at look at all this 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 ain't even chocolate anymore. This is cacao. <laughs> <laughs> There's there's, the there's like normal human bean chocolate, Sorry. and then there's like, you know, cacao bean chocolate. Boom! Boom. Hey. Kick in the door! Wave in the full floor! All you heard, it was the master once more! <laughs> Return of the Mac. Oh my what? god! Oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> ready, ready, Return of the Mac. What's going on, Triple H? You already know who it is. The man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Thursday Night. Holla at your boy. Yeah. In the building. MVT in the house. 
Oh, oh my God. I'm ready. Flex. Flex on him. Let him know. Let him know. Oh, my God. <laughs> what I miss? Oh, my God. Just getting started, Blake. Mr. Thursday Night. That no, is it. No, you missed it. You missed Don't it. Worry. That week, that's when you started doing that last, last week. week? Yeah. I was like, yes. <laughs> yes. Yep. All the sense yes. makes it. Everybody was like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it took us eight years. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Oh, that's official. That is official. Uh, yeah, we're just getting started, man. So you were in here just in time. <laughs> just in time. Yes, I did to answer your question. I did have a lovely vacation, so it was it was very nice. Oh, what'd you do? Get some sun? Get some moonlight. You can't tell the cacao? Cacao? <laughs> you ever see those like ritzy chocolate bars that are like 70% cacao, 80%? He's like 1300% cacao right now. Okay. This is like the tree still. It ain't even, got, it ain't even dropped the bean yet. We had a good we had a good time, dog. We had a good time. Um we had fun all over the, the Caribbean. Let me tell you. When we went to St. Thomas, I was telling Isaiah in the in the green room, Green Room Chronicles coming coming way soon. Um, we uh, we went on this tour of St. Thomas, and Bull was giving us like it was like about twenty of us gave us like shots of a different flavored rum. Oh, no. at every oh. tour stop. No, right, oh. right, right. Yeah, like yeah. now, like you've probably been in the in the uh, liquor store and seen this rum called Cruzan, C R U Z A N. Yep. I've never had it. I've always seen it. It's like, eh, it looked like it'd be all right with whatever. But that's what he was. I didn't know that was straight from St. Thomas, right? Mm-hmm. So he gave us a shot of some blackberry um, rum at one stop. I was like, yo, this is is smooth, right? Yeah. Yep, we went yep. to another stop. Mind you, I don't know where these stops were. But <laughs> we went Just to following a, the rum. Where's the rum? Where's the rum? <laughs> Where's the rum? <laughs> we went to another stop. He gave gave us shots of this lemonade flavor, right? I was like, yo, this joint is smooth. I was like, yo, top that off, top it off. So he gave me some more lemonade. I was like, hope. Now top that off with that blackberry. He like, oh, you're doing new stuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my friend. Here you go. So I drink it. I'm like, ah, oh. I'm like, call my man Terry over there. Terry, try this out, try this out. Get the lemonade. It's like, yo, top that off with the blackberry. He like, Yo, everybody over here! <laughs> everybody over here! Everybody over here! stuff in other countries. Yo, Great. we was mixing the rest of the trip. We did like about 12 stops on that tour of St. Thomas. St. Thomas ain't but like 27 miles. We right. had like 20 stops. <laughs> and then we ended, it, dude knew what he was doing. Ended, you know, like at the duty-free job, you buy all the mm-hmm. all the stuff. Yeah, and yeah. of course, in there, they had the huge Cruzan rum display with like, all the flavors there. I'm like, yo. I said, yep. Let me oh, cruise on over here to get these out. I'll take what one of each. <laughs> yo. So I didn't get blackberry. I didn't get lemonade because he said I could get those in the States. So I went for the flavors that I figured I couldn't get in the States. Makes sense. Makes so sense. they had a guava flavor. Hmm? I got that. And they had a blueberry lemonade flavor. I got like about gallon-sized bottle of each of them joints. Yo, the holiday is going to be, a cookout going to be lit. Can't wait. The cookout going to be lit. Isaiah, well, Isaiah don't drink. so Oh, wasted on him. So, you know, More we're going to have to take shots for, for Isaiah. Dante likes rum. Dante <laughs> likes alcohol. That's Mr. Thursday Night. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you heard. <laughs> 
That's true. We're going to call him Gremlin Triple from here on out because we effed around, gave him <laughs> liquor and food after midnight one time, and he ain't stopped yet. For real. Oh, it was a good time. It was so I had nice. I had a ball. I had a ball. That's what's up. And I understand that y'all had a good time as well. Yeah, I think we enjoyed yeah. ourselves. Yeah. Didn't crash the ship. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> Glad to hear it. Um, well, you must have had a good time because I see that we actually had a couple of uh, emails while I was out that I saw that I wanted to bring up before we get into our anime talk tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Boom, what's cracking? The phone lines are open. I want to let you know. You're listening to WPPM LP Philadelphia. Phone lines are open 215-923-9776. That's 215-923-WPPM. We heard from, let's see, we heard from Jason Brown. Wait a minute. Oh, my God. He sent us two emails because one says uh, continued. So let me get to the first one. (laughs) Good Lord. (laughs) Got an essay coming. All right. Uh, Saturday morning cartoon episode, Jason Brown. Yo, Teen Titans Go cartoon is all that. That show had me cracking up. I think I liked it more than my children. How can you not like the Waffles episode? Y'all are crazy. Waffles, 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 Waffles. Yeah, it was Beast Boy. I know what he's talking about. That's a pretty decent episode. Okay. Yeah, yeah. sorry. It's it's hiddenly a good show. One out of six triples agrees. I I know the song. I definitely did. The song sounds familiar, but I know I didn't see the uh, the episode. Uh, He says that you can't compare it to the first series, which was awesomeness as well. I bought that series on DVD. It was on heavy rotation. Um, while it took the children, while I took the children to school and drove them home. Overall, the episode was dope. Keep up the good work. Peace, one love. Top spin triple, aka Jason B. Brown. Um, now, mind you, that was his first email, but then he said, <laughs> "Continued." Uh, I also wanted to state that the guests on that episode needed to eat the mic more. I missed some of their comments. It was very frustrating. Because I was all in for when you started talking about Avatar. That show was the GOAT. I found that show and used to make sure that I watched it on Nickelodeon when they had holiday weekend specials. Mm-hmm. Regards Top Spin Tribble. Um, and, that, and, and, you know, with all, all fairness, that is true. They, they could have eaten a mic more. But that was a good episode, that av- the Avatar episode. That was really a, a very good episode. I'm just trying to figure out when he became an audio engineer to be telling our guests what to do. Okay. <laughs> is, this, is it the Jason Brown I'm thinking of? No, I'm thinking of Ninjutsu Triple. Never mind. Because Ninjutsu Triple never eats a mic. Ninjutsu? No, that's not Ninjutsu Triple. No, no. I know. What's his problem? I know. Bro, say, oh, say, it with, say it with your chest. I know, and he be he is big at the Swole Brothers, so I don't know why he. he oh, wait, you mean Jujitsu Triple? Yeah. You said Ninjitsu. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, all right, yeah, okay. I said what I I said. You said what you said. What I said. But now, see, now I'm seeing you eye to eye. I get it. I get it now. Yeah, you know, you're right. He needs to eat the mic a little more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's cool, learn. Plus, Andrew and Alicia are you know in love 28 hours a day, so pulling yourselves yeah. out of that. They to actually like address the rest of humanity, I imagine, could be difficult. That's very yeah, true. It had to be. They they locked eyes and just like were just all about each other. The whole episode. I'm like, man. Yeah. Nah, all of us got pregnant that night. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Seahorse this thing. All right. Hey, happens. Yeah, yeah it happens. Because right. of love. 
Okay. Here's an email that we got from, and I'm going to read it. I didn't read it before, but I just want to get everybody's read on this. Um, this is from Rhonda Green, uh, who is Ludite Tribble. Okay. So I just got off the phone with my cousin, who Sashi and Loretta might remember dated Trish Riston back in the day. He asked me if I'd gone to Comic-Con since it was here in Philly. I was confused telling him that, of course, I'd gone. I'd gone almost every year for the last 25 years. That's the convention that's always going on. But it was only within the last several years under its current owners, Wizard World, that has been able to raise its stature and do major advertising and get major celebrity names uh, that geeks, especially comic readers, have always known about that convention, but now everyone else has been brought into the know. But then it occurred to me he was conflating Wizard World's Comic-Con with the Comic-Con in San Diego, thinking that the big convention is now traveling around. And even in line waiting to get in, passerbys asked what the line's for and are told that by those waiting, it's Comic-Con. I used to separate the two by saying either Comic-Con, which listeners knew meant San Diego, or Wizard World. But, but for most nowadays, there's no difference. True geeks, old geeks, those of us who fall into both categories know the significance of San Diego. For everyone else, though, even half geeks like my cousin, a Comic-Con is a Comic-Con is a Comic-Con. If only San Diego had registered the name. Too bad. Rhonda. I have no idea why. Was she there a question in there? I have no idea why she <laughs> sent that email to us. What? I don't understand what we were. Was that? That sounded like. Yeah, did we have a Comic Con conversation? That? I, did, no. Did we? I don't. Oh, okay. I don't. I, don't, I, 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 I didn't know this was just I, something I that happened while I was out episodes. recently. <laughs> this is about to become shade. The show. I'll continue. I just. <laughs> no, I would just. You know what? For a frame of reference. Back in the day when we didn't have cameras in our faces when we did this show. <laughs> <laughs> this would have been the a whole day. other ball of wax. I'm going to just sit here. I wish I had some tea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know sip. where that came from. I, 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 I had to share it because I was like, thank you I for your comment. Yeah, I really don't remember us talking about Comic-Con at all or any con for like the past couple of weeks. But uh, Me neither. That's weird. Um, question. All right. Oh, my God. All right. This is this is the last email, and I'm only go- I'm only going to read part of it. This was the email that's actually for Gutter Talk, um, but it references me. Is as it Christopher Goodnight? Of course, bro. Like <laughs> I feel like this dude Coming lives for, for Gutter Talk. Like he can't function in his week unless <laughs> Gutter Talk happens. <laughs> Stop talking to me when the Gutter Talk is on. <laughs> he needs to fix. I I gotta read this because the subject line of this email is. I can't wait to come to Philly and spit in Len's eye. <laughs> Yo, wait a minute. How are you going to do? Well, first Left off, hold right. on. We, thank you. That was my next question. And how many teeth does he want to hang on to afterwards? <laughs> because wait a minute. Now, I'm going to read the part that I think this is, this is referring to. Because he, as usual, he's a very loquacious, long emailer. Um, but it starts, nice. okay, maybe not. So he's already backtracking. Oh, okay. right. oh he's smart. He forgot. <laughs> he's smart. He <laughs> forgot. <laughs> Triples multiply. We right. think you might be able to Real think you're going to do something like that, but then you realize there's one, two, three, four, five, six, twelve teen <laughs> Negroes here <laughs> with issues with that. We don't expectorate, sir. Okay, maybe not, but I don't understand not liking hush. I went in knowing everything about it thanks to the Toy Fair magazine spoiling it. I think he's talking about the Hush. The animated movie? The animated movie. Okay. Um, and But what I didn't like was Hush, the comic book. So I think he's referring mm. to that. Or at least, uh, um, 
or at least I knew that Jason Todd was actually Clayface. I'm not positive I knew Tommy was Hush, but why shouldn't he be? Everyone's favorite Batman film did the same effing thing, and you still rave about it. And then he goes on, and he already backtracked. I was only reading it because of that subject line, like, and he he quickly backtracked. <laughs> so I was like, Christopher, let me just be the first to invite you to Philadelphia. <laughs> so you can try it. I wish I triple one. You know, Chris. You know, Chris. You, you, you're cool with me, Chris. You about to go to good night for real? Night, night. I ain't even gonna have to say anything. You just, know, just just, just, you just come to, meet the triples. You just better hope Randy ain't there. Oh, <laughs> I hope you didn't need your thumbs because that's gonna be the end of them. <laughs> you gonna have to be using. We're well, gonna have to get you 3D print you some thumbs, my dude. 3D <laughs> like who says that to somebody? That is a wild. What subject is that? Line. Like how? Even if I actually felt that way about somebody, I'm still not putting. I'm that. not gonna right. say that to somebody. First of all, because you give up your element of surprise, you just do it. <laughs> right. 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 They might have on glasses. They might have on you know a face mask. Jeez. Like they could be prepared. <laughs> there is no circle of human social interaction where spitting in someone's eye or just in general direction if it lands on their person that it doesn't end up in a fight like there's always going to be a fight if you spit on somebody like i've never seen someone get spat on well maybe in porn but that's porn that's consensual yeah you know about like the only time like i've never seen somebody get spit on and then just be like oh well I you seem like, upset. Oh, I, I, might have, I might have deserved that. <laughs> I see the point of view. You, you, you seem upset. Do you want to sit down? Let's talk about it. You know, I'll pass you the talking stick. What? <laughs> pass you the talking stick. Sorry. My bad. I didn't know you had something to say. Here you go. That's a WD, WWE episode waiting to happen. <laughs> if I ever see that happen to somebody, especially somebody that I know, I'm turning into a kid in the ECW crowd. Oh! You effed up. You effed up. You effed up. <laughs> you know, actually, that that quickly brings to mind. Um, I was thinking that you know the Saturday morning summer has been fun, but one aspect of Saturday morning summers, at least for me, and I don't know if everyone, uh, enough of you, have this shared experience to do this, but when I was growing up, Saturday mornings meant Saturday morning cartoons. But it also meant wrestling. Wrestling was on Saturday mornings when I was growing up. And I don't know if that was the real... I think around the time most of y'all were growing up was maybe probably in, on Monday nights, right? Yeah, yeah it was Raw, Monday Night Raw. Night Smackdown. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was thinking about that. I was like, man, we should do like a wrestling... Like, no. And I think ECW might have been like Friday nights or something. Yeah, because ECW... That was 48. Yeah. Yep. So, yep. Yeah, so yeah. it was like where Urban Expressions, like late night. So actually, if we if it was going to be Saturday morning, it would have to have been me, Randy, Randy. and that's it. There were no other people. There was alive. no other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the silent uh, Apparently, Gremlin Triple raised his hand. Right. And uh, Bear Triple, I'm sure. Oh, Alan? Bear. Well, yeah, Bear Triple definitely would be be here. Yeah, I couldn't make it happen, but I was trying to think it. I was thinking of it maybe like shutting down Saturday morning summer, and I didn't want to shut down Saturday morning summer without the rest of y'all. So, so it's, it's not a big thing. Maybe I'll do it on the side, pull Bear Triple and Randy to the crib, and we'll, we'll just bust up one day remembering Saturday morning wrestling. Oh, I'd like to hear fun. some. Y'all gonna do it in black and white? <laughs> 
<laughs> that was a good one. It was going to be a silent movie. <laughs> it's going to be a silent <laughs> movie. We're going to have Jacqueline Costance <laughs> playing a little pictures. 12-inch piano. <laughs> Play me off, Johnny. <laughs> Horror triple can walk by like with the hello, stills. Hello, caller. You're live on Black Triples. Who's this? Hey, what's up? It's Corey Floyd from Amerime Media. Yo, what's up, Corey? Nothing much. I, I hear y'all. T- I hear y'all talking about some Saturday mornings. That definitely takes me back. WWF superstars. Thank you. Thank you. Corey knows Saturday morning wrestling. And now there's uh, Bray. Bray. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and if we and if and if and if we was really good that night, we could watch one of the old kung fu movies that would come on Channel Forty Eight. Oh man, yo. Dude, I am actually thinking about. You'll appreciate this, E, because I told you I'm doing the um, cookout. Right, right, right. My sister's, mm-hmm. sister's got the. Listen to Corey. Like, mm-hmm. where? <laughs> uh, my sister's got the projector. So I'm thinking about getting the big screen. Mm-hmm. And I was actually thinking about doing, like, all that day playing, like, like old Jackie Chan movies. Ooh. I love Legend of Drunken Master. I'm about to say, oh, you throw us a Drunken Master. Yes. When? Legend of Drunken Master, Police Story. Gorgeous. You got yeah. you got to play Gorgeous. Gorgeous? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a Jackie Chan flick he made, he made in the 90s called Gorgeous. Watch it. I don't it's, know. It, for, for, some reason, for some reason, people don't talk about that movie enough. Did it make it to America? I'm not sure, but there was like I'm not sure, but I swear I swear to you, find 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 it somewhere out there. Watch it. You'll be glad you did. All right, all right, we gotta find it. We gotta find. See, yeah, I love Jackie Chan. Like I'm down right. for all of them. That might be a good one to end with because nobody would nobody would have seen it. Yeah, because <laughs> we never even heard of it. All right, all right, we're gonna have to make that happen. And maybe we'll see him. Maybe invite Corey. Corey's a nice dude. Corey's fun. Dang. Oh, thank you. Sure, is fun. Right. But the way you made sound. Yo, bro. Also, also, uh, I wanted to shout out to your, your new team, your, your new triple. What's up, Nate? What's up, Corey? What's good, bro? Chocolate giddy up. <laughs> <laughs> it was good to hear from you, man. You, you've come a long way from, from being that shy kid at Otakon. I'm proud of you. Thanks, man. I really appreciate that. Man, he can't be shy. Brothers, he's got battleship shoulders. He cannot be shy. <laughs> hey, hey, look, 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 look. Oh, brother, he Nate, Nate, he, 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 was, he was green. Man, he, he was green. He, 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 he had to get, a, get out of the show. He, he, ain't, he ain't green no more because he sat down here behind the mic. He's like, oh, it feels good to be on a show. <laughs> <laughs> I want to give a shout out to all my fans. <laughs> Thanks for having me back. Yeah, did you hear his intro? like, hey, it's Nate. The Ranger Triple, blessed by Zordon, first of his name, only of his house. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. wait till we do plugs. At least he probably got his own YouTube channel ready to pop up. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> All right, Corey, we're gonna let you go, brother. Hey, uh, thanks, thanks for the time. I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep listening in. Most definitely, bro. Peace. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Um, glass over that shade you threw Corey at the last minute. <laughs> I didn't want to address it while the brother was on the phone. I throw shade at. He was like, I guess Corey could come. He's cool. I suppose he didn't let him drink or eat anything after midnight. Like, what happened? What? Right. What's that shade? 
bro. I love. I actually I love thought him. that it was nice that I was inviting him, a, a listener. You invited him like someone invited that auntie you can't stand, but you're supposed to invite them because right, she helped put to. you through college. Like, otherwise, my mom, I was going to hear from my mom if I right. invite her. <laughs> I guess my little sister can come with me. Well, I right. didn't. I Especially, it was a far cry from the beginning. See, now it's three of us. He know. He remembers WWE superstars. <laughs> See? Right. Yeah. I guess he can come. All right. It's the whole 180. That's like when you're on the block and you're having a discussion about why Superman is Superman and everybody else in the block gives you a hard time, but your little sibling pop up and back you up. You're like, yeah, and let me tell you why she right. Blah, blah, blah. Then you'd be like, all right, go ahead. Get me back in the house, dad. <laughs> why are you up under me? Go somewhere. Right, anybody ask you? Get out of here. <laughs> Thanks for the assist. Bye. Oh, how right. I've missed this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, Lest there be any shade out there, Corey will get in contact with you so you can come and watch Gorgeous with us at 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 our at a little cookout. And 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 before he starts, Dan, you can come too because I know he'll be texting me. If <laughs> you know you, he'll be, be texting me in five minutes. He'll be like, hey yo, where's my invite? Like, like <laughs> no, not even an invite. He's like, you know, I still got your address. <laughs> what you need? What you need? What you want me to bring? What you want me to bring? I got gorgeous. Yeah. I'm bringing. <laughs> got it. I'm coming. <sighs> Dan will be dead there. I still, I still remember. Dan lives where? Long Island, right? Yeah. I Wait. St- uh, yeah, it's not. Yeah, it is. Long. Oh, the mayor. Yeah, the mayor. Yeah. I was like, who is, I'm looking at Nate like, who right. is Dan? <laughs> I was thinking of another Dan. I'm like, yeah, no, no, yeah, Dan, the, Dan. Mayor. Yeah, the mayor. The mayor. mayor. Yeah. No, the mayor. The mayor. The mayor. Yeah, I think, I think it's That's how I have him saved in my phone. Dan, the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the mayor. when we put, we, when we first, before we got Dante, we put out the call that we were going yep. to be looking for, for, uh, for interns. interns. Before the show was over, Dan had texted me, it's like, Bro, don't act like I won't be there every week. I'm like, dude, you're in Long Island. He's in like, and like when you have come down here, you've already told me. You basically told your wife, I'm going to the store. And next thing you went, to next thing you know, I'm back like three o'clock in the morning. Oh, oh that's yeah. in the door. His wife is like, you been hanging out with them tribbles. <laughs> You smell like triple. <laughs> I don't see no cereal, no milk. <laughs> no Where bread? my pack of cigarettes? <laughs> like, I've been waiting all night. I mean, you see what oh, happened mom. was. <laughs> I, I got I I got lost and ended up. Babe, you ain't never gonna believe what had happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the craziest thing. I had got a call right, and the triples had needed me, and I was like, all right, cool, but let me go to the store. And they was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> She with the face. Mm-hmm. I told him I was going to the store, and they said they needed some milk. So I said, "Well, while I'm here, I'm just going to bring it to y'all. <laughs> bring it to y'all." But I forgot they was in Philly. <laughs> she gonna be like, "Man, where were you last? What, what, what took you so long to get home?" He gonna be like, "Huh? Huh? <laughs> huh? You can hear? You heard what I said? Like, uh, I don't know what happened. Huh? Like, I, don't, I, don't, I can't help you. What? Like, babe, I came back as soon as I could." <laughs> I, I almost didn't make it. I think you should be happy to see. <laughs> I think I think we need to reevaluate our our real priorities here, right? right. Like, um, you're not even happy to see me right now. I almost lost my life tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, what happened? You didn't even tell me, babe. I don't even want to get into it. I'm just happy I'm here. I can't relive that now. <laughs> just just let me sleep on it and oh. maybe ask me again tomorrow or next week. <laughs> Yo, I'm through. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into the Saturday morning oh. summer conversation tonight. Oh 
Um, this topic tonight was actually brought by way of the the Master Tribble and the Super Saiyan Tribble. I think they kind of like tag team on this uh, topic, if I understand correctly. It was more Master Tribble. I was like, you know what? Yeah, that works. Let's do it. Okay. And and I and I was out of, out of the loop a little bit. So exactly where are we going with this whole invasion of anime versus cartoons and stuff like that? Where 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 do you want to go? Master Triple. I mean, like, just like as an overarching outline, mm-hmm. my general idea was to just kind of discuss the differences between the two types of entertainment. Okay. Because, okay. you know, they're both for kids, but then they're also for adults these days, too. Very true. You know what I mean? Very true. Um, and I feel like they both have different points and qualities to them. Mm-hmm. And you can, you know, glean different things from them, as well as, you know, what is quote unquote more entertaining or what is you know better for an audience or what for what audience are they better for suited so to speak you know what i mean just like kind of break it down because like i grew up on cartoons how i think i turned out how maybe somebody who grew up on anime is seeing things differently well i was actually talking about uh, the influx of anime that has been hitting actually since the 60s but really the hardcore like wave of anime came in like the 90s like crazy with the into Saturday morning and, and into, into the um, in the afternoons and especially with the influx of cable and all that type of stuff that the crazy thing to me is that anime seems to build this lasting community of loyal viewers more so than cartoons and I, and I don't know if that's because as a whole, cartoons in America are seen as for kids, even though we all know that there are some that are more adult fare. But it's definitely more seen as as kid entertainment, whereas anime has there, there's anime for 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 everyone. There is little kid anime. There's teen anime. There's adult anime. There's some levels of anime we don't talk about. <laughs> we can talk about hentai. There's behind the curtain. Uh, that's for After Dark, and we can't do it without um, Super Tang because she's mm. waiting for a hentai episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I but anime people are like they're hardcore, they're loyal to that stuff, and I don't know if like cartoons really engendered that much loyalty, that level of loyalty, and and, and I don't know why. I don't know why that is. Me neither, because I. I'm not a fan. <laughs> well, you're not a fan of anime for the most part at all. No, no. I don't like the way it looks. Like, I just, the art style is mm. not something that ever resonated with me. So now that it's popular and so many different, uh, so many different stories and so many different uh, franchises are starting to incorporate it more as an art style, it's like almost a bit of a turnoff for me. Like, DC started turning their, their um, the art style mm-hmm. looking yeah. anime, and I'm just like, oh, bro, this is... I just, I just, it just doesn't stick with me. The only anime style that I really enjoy has to be out of Studio Ghibli. Like, Miyazaki-san stuff, I think, is on a completely different level mm-hmm. um, than, than a lot of the, the televised type things. Um, so it's, it's hard. But it definitely did infiltrate. You know what I mean? Like, it's at a point now where you have American shows using that art style. Like, I keep talking about She-Ra, but She-Ra and the Princesses of Power dope. looks anime-ish. It's yeah. clearly yep. Canadian, right? Like, it doesn't, 
have any of the I don't want to say tropes, but it doesn't have any of the the archetypes I suppose that would otherwise quantify it as an anime. Right. But it definitely in how some of those characters express emotions is you know, reminiscent of it. Well, I know that one of the things that you wanted to explore, speaking about archetypes of of the styles, was what makes a classic cartoon versus what makes classic anime, right? Okay. So, like, what, when we, when we think of, like, when I think of classic cartoons, and I think it may be based on your age, of course, because when I think of classic cartoons, I always go to the Warner Brothers cartoons. Right. right. Um, or or Hanna-Barbera. Yeah. Yeah, Looney Tunes. Uh, 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 Hanna-Barbera, not so much Hanna-Barbera, even though that certainly is, you know, classic stuff. But, you know, um, Hanna-Barbera was also, after a time, after those early Tom and Jerry's, done on a much more, and especially the stuff they did for TV, was done much more on a lower budget than classic Warner Brothers, which were primarily made for the movies and thus movie theaters, thus they were on a higher budget level. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But that's where I think of classic animation. And when I think about that, you know, outside of the characters, Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, and all that type of stuff, I think of their their acting, their wordplay, mm-hmm. their their personalities. Um, and to me, as long as those were consistent, then the animation style might change. Bugs might look a little different as a, if you know Chuck Jones did the did the show as opposed to Fritz uh, Freeling, Fritz Freeling, or Robert uh, Clampett, or something like that. Um, but as long as the, the 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 style was the same, and of course, you know Mel Blanc was doing the doing the voice, then you were there. You know, um, that's what that's what I think of classic animation. Now, my somebody else's view of classic classic cartooning might be something different. I mean, I, I think it definitely set the standard, right? Definitely. Like, yeah. I don't I don't know if any of us haven't been influenced, guys. I'm trying to rock out on IG Live, but I can't. C- c- bye. <laughs> Yeah, it's okay. These yeah, just just end on Len. Look at, look, at, look at Wakanda. <laughs> look at Wakanda. Um, yeah, I feel like that. That's been pretty much everybody's standard, you know, because in in this country that was outside of of what. Um, oh, geez, what was that animator's name? Betty Boop and them. Oh, that was uh, 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 the uh, Fleischers. Fleischers. Yeah. Aside from them, right? There, there wasn't really anything on that on that scale. Mm-hmm. You know, even back when they were black and white, it was still completely different. Um, but they also were were doing different things with cartoons. You know what I mean? Like they they were running jokes that the kids didn't quite get, but the adults that brought them there definitely got. Yeah, there's right. lots yep. of of culture commentary at the time, making references mm-hmm. to Hollywood stars that may or may not have been in the film that preceded yeah. the one that they were on. Right. Um, so you know, it, it forced you to be a little bit more. You couldn't just zone out and watch them, right? Yes. You could, you could, but there's going to be stuff that, that you miss, you know? There's right. And if, I, I just remember coming up and seeing some of those episodes and seeing some of the references that they made to certain stars and being like, who who is that? And mm-hmm. it, it forced a conversation with an older generation. Right. Whereas nowadays, I feel like that's almost been reversed, right? A lot of cartoons might be referencing things that a lot of the older generation doesn't really know about, Um so they're asking their kids, like, what is what is 
What is that? I don't understand yeah. what a Wii U is. What is this? I thought we had 64. Like, I don't understand, you know? So it's it's in the same way that, I mean, it is still, you know, uh, intergenerational conversation. There's not a, a historical base of it to, to enrich somebody now, if that makes any sense. It so makes those, sense. Uh, piggybacking off of what you said about, you know, making them, the cartoons making jokes is also they were making a lot of, like, War propaganda, yeah. like references, and like especially in anime, like it, they were created, like because the government was like, oh, we can contract these guys to make these films based on like World War Two, and like after that, it was just a place of like something that's what, what's the word I'm looking for, like tone down the violence, I guess. Mm-hmm. So you have a lot of that, and when the war ended, it's like, oh, they the production kind of just like plummeted down because like, oh, no source of entertainment after the war to like you know make people you know you know easier like like make just a whole bunch of uh, a whole bunch of other things it's okay baby go ahead (laughs) put it out it's all right uh part of the thing that i think is like one of the big differences that i see between commercial uh, cartoons and anime it's like when i think of classic cartoons or cartoons i used to watch as a kid i never considered the animation Like, that was never a thing I saw when I watched cartoons. It wasn't until I saw an anime for the first time that you realize, like, oh. Something different. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Until it gets to, like, something like Hey Arnold and people are, like, stylistically different. Or uh, what's the other one that everybody loves? Doug. Like, where people Mm -hmm. are drawn stylistically different Mm -hmm. that you start to notice that kind of thing. But even then, they aren't animated differently. You know what I mean? They don't. Yeah exaggerate anything to draw attention to one thing or you know you know what i mean like disproportionate they don't do that at all typically in cartoons so to see that it definitely makes it part of the art style you know what mm-hmm. i mean uh it makes it way more artistic and uh animes being uh aimed at all different age groups they inherently have more subject matter and more to sink your teeth into they weren't yeah. just created to sell an action figure or, you know, to placate That's true. a child. That's you know? true. Right. So, like, when they put that much into what they create, like, it's definitely going to have so much depth and substance. Mm-hmm. And, you know, more of, I think, a lasting following than yeah. what I used to watch when I was a kid. Because that's, like, nostalgia. Right. But, like, anime will give you stuff to sink your teeth into. Yeah, and it also didn't play d- down to the audience, you know, because they didn't see themselves as kids fair. You know, you know, um... Every, everything was game to talk about. So you would still, even in a animated show that uh, anime show that might be more lighter hearted, so that kids can enjoy it. There still would be serious, you know, serious uh, themes going on in there. You know, it might the show might still be about. Um, you know, uh, uh, your relationship with your parents uh, or even if it's um, I, and I, your your relationship with your parents, uh, how you're getting along with one another. You're even questioning your own sexuality, you know, and all of that. And and but it would still be done in such a way that it was it spoke to, I think, and forgive me if y'all can correct me if I'm wrong because I was older at this point but I think it spoke to the curiosity that was already in kids about 
what was going on within themselves and within their world anyway. And so it offered more of a commentary on that as opposed to the more simplistic, more moral stories of typical American cartoons. I think that's what made it more impressive to children. But that's really for Nate and Isaiah to, to speak to, because as much as we three were you Eric and, and Kennedy and I were introduced to anime in some type of way it didn't hit Kennedy and it maybe didn't hit me or you Eric in the same way that it hit uh, Nate and Isaiah no you're right you're right uh, so with cartoons was quick so yeah with cartoons it definitely hit me because I started off with like Hanna-Barbera I started off with Looney Tunes and I think a key difference besides just the animation that completely blew me away when I first saw Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball Z in, in comparison to the others, was that it felt like I was a part of their journey, like the anime character's journey. Whereas with cartoons, it just seemed like there may just be just, just like the episode of the week. Uh, it's funny. It's meant to be funny, meant to you know draw in some humor mm-hmm. and gain laughter. But there really wasn't a serialized start and finish. Right. And which right. is something that kind of bothered me a little bit too, even with like comics. But like with most animes and manga, there is a definitive start and then usually a definitive ending. Mm-hmm. So then when you're brought into the journey of the character or even some of the side characters that get involved later on and the the subject matter of things uh, besides it just being you know maybe like you're fighting a villain but it's also that you're also trying to push yourself past a limit or some sort of wall that might be happening in your life maybe you're trying to understand that there is something special with having you know friends and maintaining those friendships and romantic relationships and things of that nature and it helped me literally put myself in that character's shoes because as you mentioned that yeah I did have those questions and that curiosity growing up as uh, as I'm aging and the anime itself aging along with me and we both are aging and going along like this this journey together this walk together yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's all together and so like all right so I'm that character that character's me we're going along something similar or if it's not the same I can at least compare it in some way uh, whereas cartoons which are good and obviously there's been a lot of classics and, and I love them it's like but these are just funny these can just be funny for funny's sake. While anime, I think there has to be a purpose for making it. Fair. I guess I just never felt like I uh, connected with any any of them. And I've sampled, I've tried, you know, Mm because it was a wave. You couldn't couldn't avoid it at one point. Like, it was everywhere. Everybody had it. That's true. Right. So, you know, I did like Sailor Moon for a little bit there. Um, I was on that first wave of Pokemon until that first movie happened, and I was like, oh, you lost me. Dang, <laughs> lost you, all right. Lost me. I was hyped <laughs> because Mewtwo was, like, on some next-level stuff. Yeah. But it, 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 it lost me, you know? Um, it happens, fair. Cowboy Bebop, I feel, is, like, the end-all, be-all because of the storytelling, which I think is what you were getting at, right? Yes. The storytelling yeah. in, in anime tends to be... Uh, multifaceted or at mm-hmm. least complex. Yeah, there's a greater um, depth, I feel. I mean, honestly, it's just like the least bit of progression and growth. You know what I mean? Cartoons don't give you that. Like Bart has That's been true. 10 years old for That's 30 true. years. Right. The Flintstones have been the Flintstones. Pebbles has been Pebbles. Like nobody's grown. And I used to wonder, like, 
it would be cool to have watched Bart grow up or something like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what would Bart yeah. be as an adult? Would he really yeah. be a dirtbag? Like, would he get it together? Yes. Yeah. Like, I would wonder. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. But, like, you would wonder these things about cartoons, and you kind of never got You never any, got it. You never yeah. got it. Right. But in anime, like, that's how it works. You have Dragon Ball, Goku as a child. You have Dragon Ball Z, Goku as an adult. You know what I mean? Yep. And then there are more and others and things, mm-hmm. and it grows and goes past there. And it's just a lot you can sink your teeth into. And mm-hmm. even if you don't like every iteration, you can find the one that's your twist, you know? Yeah. The arc you like or whatever. I think that's also because in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, even into the 90s, I think it may slightly change then, a lot of your writers and producers of American cartoons were people that were coming from the world of television or failed to get into television and found their way into it through through cartoons. And in the world of uh, television, especially in sitcoms, which is the model upon which the average Saturday morning cartoon especially was kind of like modeled after, it's always about hitting the reset button. You give the impression of change, but then you've got to hit reset at the end of the episode so they can start over again, unless you've got that very special episode of That's Blossom. A That's a two-parter. Mm. <laughs> right, so now right. and it can extend over, and then maybe they'll hit the re- reset. Yeah, I remember like a two-parter used to be like a big thing, like, oh, it's not resolved. Exactly. Like, yeah, like, yeah. And like a two-parter was like a big thing. One of the most... <laughs> Influential <laughs> moments of me, young Kennedy, is watching uh, that episode. I can't remember the call off the top of my head, uh, but of Next Generation where Picard gets assimilated. Oh, yeah. The best of and both worlds. It was like to be continued. I remember standing up being like, what? <laughs> what? 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 Like, you can't. This is. And that was back when there were seasons of TV. Mm. So a season finale meant you weren't seeing anything new for the next months. three months or so. Like, I gotta wait. Y'all just gonna leave? This don't make no... How the... My family would be like, this is not a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is a television show. People get paid a whole lot of money to me. I said, I don't give a good John Brown. I need to know. So, yeah, those two-parters were... Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so mm. it different. Oh, that's classic. Yeah. Now that's classic TV. Right. Two parters. <laughs> yes. The best is when you're trying to tell a younger millennial about a series that you used to watch coming up there, and it's like, oh, it's on Netflix. You should check it out. They're like, oh, okay. How many episodes in it? You're like, oh, you know, twenty three. They'd be like, damn, twenty three episodes. <laughs> back when TV was TV. What do you mean yeah. twenty three episodes? Like, yeah, we we watched TV back mm-hmm. then. Like, there was no. I'm a I'm a burn wait through till this. You see the commercial breaks and all the fade outs. Oof, yeah. right. man. Yeah. I'm not gonna sit here and I can't burn. A whole season in two nights. Like, nope, nope. there is no way. Nope. Not unless you you are, like, in a adult diaper or something and, ho- it, like, hooked up to an IV so you can have yeah, sustenance because right. that's the only way. you watching TV in a space suit. Right. I've got a time chamber. <laughs> exactly. See, that makes me think of that episode of Venture Brothers where he had on a space suit. Oh, my God. It was, yeah. it was a gargantuan one. Yes. And he was like, no, it's all right. I just... <laughs> and everybody was like, bro, you just... Yeah, he's like, like, he was like, oh, it's in my fingers. 
<laughs> yes, because he, he thought he had this like tube in there and it wasn't. It's just big dumps. Oh my god. I'm I just started rewatching Venture Brothers. Yo, so. it's a gift that keeps on giving. Oh my god, I love Venture Brothers. Because <laughs> even if you've seen it the whole way through, like yeah, you see still. Uh, anyway, we're off track. Sorry. <laughs> um, just every time I hear of a peeing in his space suit, that's I think of Rusty Venture. <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, I think that was the issue with American cartoons. I, and I said it, it started to change in the 90s and especially in the 2000s when the the people that were growing up, like me and you, Eric, and you, Kennedy, started getting into that world and started making the change that they wanted to see. What would happen if Bugs Bunny grew up? So they created their own characters and had them kind of like have little bits of start showing changes in those in their shows um oh you mean looney tunes well like looney tunes that, sh- that show but i'm also thinking about um oh god what's that what's that uh freaking show um that everybody loves right now adventure time adventure time <laughs> is it actually does have change that happens in it, you know, Steven Universe too, and Steven well, especially Steven Universe. So much growth. Um, Avatar, which which Avatar was kind of like a, the blend of anime, even though it's an American like it's cartoon. Li- literally, li- literally and figuratively, the balance because yeah. like you have anime on one side and you have cartoons on the other side, and an- and Avatar is like just in the middle of that line. Yep, yep, probably like the only animated show to do it, and the one of the best. Oh. Uh-huh. So we all know that the anime art style was inspired by Betty Boop, right? Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, it's inspired where, by Disney stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Osamu, uh, Osamu Tezuka, yep. who studied under Walt Disney, mm-hmm. was like, oh, Betty Boop's my favorite like character. So he and basically, the guy's the godfather of anime mm-hmm. and manga. Mm-hmm. So he was like, oh, I'm going to just, you know, just make my own thing based on this. And Astro Boy, the first anime... Well, second anime, I don't know what the first one is. Um, Astro Boy was the one that set the formula. It was the one that for, set the formula, yes. Like, anime to do what they do, like, so on and so forth. So, yeah. I just, I got into, I almost, because I stopped myself, I almost got into an argument on the internet with some weeb who tried to tell me. <laughs> I'm surprised you know what weeb is. Oh, Oh, yeah. Memes, man. They tell you everything. They, they do. Try. They try. <laughs> a weeb, for those of you who don't know, is uh, is a huge anime nerd. Not like an yeah. anime nerd that is like a person and socialized and can, you know, exist in regular human society without. Oh. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. One of those. those. You know those dudes. Right, right. One of the ones that don't come out in sunlight and you be like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. They were the boys that was always rocking those those bowling shirts that were like. 34% flames Yo, and like stop. the rest of the percentage was dragon. the dude with a dragon <laughs> or, or a samurai sword Yo. and they was rocking that John like it was runway chic like had sneakers to match you couldn't tell that dude nothing and he had goggles but he didn't just have goggles he had goggles cocked to the side and some hand, glo- hand gloves and some fingerless gloves to coordinate Y'all remember? You were, I, I know what you're I, talking about because I've seen them. I've yeah. seen them. Yes, I know what you're Bro, talking about. Bro, that wave hit so hard. Like, yeah. I, those are weebs. <laughs> and this weeb Otaku. tried to tell me that anime was completely independent of origin when it came to, like, American animation. And I was like, bro, I don't even like your jam, and I know more about it than you do. What is wrong with you? <laughs> 
<laughs> like, <laughs> what is wrong with you? Like, it's like, yeah, so it's, it's education. That's like me Get saying one. that there was Who never a Christopher Pike. You don't know what that means. That's like yeah, you Christopher saying. Christopher Pike was the captain of, I know. Okay, that's Welcome. like you saying, what's a Skywalker? Oh. Mm. Yeah, yeah. S- sit down, okay. weeb. Sit down. <laughs> 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 well, to, to just to, to circle back, Astro Boy actually is considered the first anime to make its way to the America. Yeah, I was about right. to. In 1963. Google. Yes. Right, right, right. Um, and, and wow, it hit actually on, uh, it premiered, the show premiered in Japan on January 1st, 1963, um, and then made its way to America very soon after. Uh, right. I'm thinking like about a, a year after that. And then it was the, the success of Astro Boy is what then led to uh, Osama Tezuka's next creation being brought here. And that was Kimba the White Lion, yes. which everyone knows as the Lion King. The Lion King. Yeah. Uh, it's Carpent Copy, The Lion King. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> pretty, pretty. No, I, I, I didn't watch any previews or anything to that, like leading up to it, but Instagram insisted that it put an ad on my feed, whatever. Of and course. I was like, this is the same, this the whole same thing. Uh, you going to oh, hit yeah. me with the same jokes, too? Oh. Like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. The thing changed. Oh, we got, a, we got another caller hey, on boom. the line. Phone, phone lines are blowing up here. Well, it's good he called them. Who this? Who that be? <laughs> Hello, caller. You're live on Black Triples. Who's this? Hello. Uh, your name uh, goes online by Xenocore. Greetings, fellow black folks. Hey, greetings. What's up, brother? What's on your mind? Not much, not much. Just like uh, when you guys started talking about the whole thing of the anime versus the, uh, the impact of anime versus the impact of the U.S. cartoons and stuff, just... Just because of the cultural impacts, they were so far beyond certain aspects of culture that are just coming up now in the U.S. It's almost not worth talking about as far as which ones are helping to push society forward. It's just because it was so niche in the U.S., it just wasn't being seen. Okay. Yeah. Like, I I think I threw some of that in chat earlier. It's like uh, I was discussing, like, how many, like, for instance, uh, females in command I saw in anime versus anything that we saw over here. I mean, I think the earliest I remember seeing is maybe Lady J and Scarlet in G.I. Joe. Yeah. Yeah, they were holding it down. Yeah, but, yeah, it, but, but that definitely was already a thing in anime. Yeah, yeah. It's like I could think that, geez, I'm, I'm blanking out. I mean, we already had, I mean, it was a Golion, which we knew over here is Voltron. Mm-hmm. Had the princess in there doing political stuff before she even got the ride that she got. And then I pointed to, like, Crying Freeman, and, right. of course, there's the, the Bridge Girls and Rotech or Macross, whichever you prefer. Right. You know? They, yeah, that senior staff, them girls are running the boat for, for General Global. You just They don't highlight that part because that's not the exciting part. We want to see people push paperwork, you know, but... True, true. And, and yeah, but, yeah. But, but for what I understand from that, that was actually more of an aspect that was played up, not much more, but a little bit more in the original version but then you know it gets kind of like remixed when it comes over here to the united states and you know that people get their hands on it and start doing what they want with it um but yeah you're right you, you saw that th- again that's what we were talking about that's what anime brought to you it brought to you um uh, just a different mindset it was coming from a totally different mindset and 
it was amazing to see children just eat this up. I, I'm saying children because I think that it probably was hitting people ages like 10, like 10 in, in their teens when you really were really hitting. I think if you were any younger, you were just watching the bright lights and colors. But before... <laughs> Developing epilepsy. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, that's true. That's true. But um, but, before, but uh, after that, you're really just getting engrossed with, with all that stuff, and it's really cool. Um, I don't know if we can say the same thing about Pokemon, but it was a... And kids ate it up. I didn't understand why, but they did. And who, who am I to tell them that it's not cool? So wait, wait, wait. Let's call Pokemon what it really is. That's Michael Vick Simulator. Really, that's all it is. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. He was just trying to play Pokemon for real. Why y'all getting mad at him? Ooh, ooh, <laughs> ooh. Mind filling Facebook Live in. What's up? <laughs> ooh, that's uh... yeah, Rottweiler. I choose you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh snap! Man. Bull Terrier, go! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's wrong. That is wrong, but a good one. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. I, w I would like to use that as my application for triple name to be proven later in the future. I, I might call back when you guys are tucking up some more subject matter. I got to go handle some business. But y'all have a good show, and appreciate for pushing the blackness out there, man. Y'all have a good time. Thank, Thank you. Bro, Thank, Thank you for you. listening, bro. Take care. Dang. Oh, that was that was that was a good one. Facebook Live. He said that we need to call Pokemon what it is. It's Michael Vick simulator. simulator. That was that was good. The Rottweiler. I choose you. Low, low, low key, kinda. Cause <laughs> <laughs> like I have that bit low key because because yeah. it is based off hey, of, uh, insect fighting. Like in Japan, like they have like beetles, like insects fight, and that's where the creator of Pokemon got the idea from. So oh, it kind of really is. yes yeah yeah. So it is kind of Friday night beetle fight. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. Holla so it's kind of fire. like okay. Get it in. Friday night beetle <laughs> fights. Let's map this out. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got the incumbent, the upcoming, the Herculean force himself, the one and only Crystallisus, hailing to you. <laughs> But first, there are like three undercards. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm talking about like this is the main I'm, event. I need, I need to see this in. Ha I need the. Uh, this is a. You need visuals. I need this is a triples after dark episode. So, <laughs> Crystalliston came from the countryside. He's been training on on uh, uh, bags of corn and lifting hay his whole life. He steps into the ring because Burgess Meredith believes in him, and you've got <laughs> Burgess Meredith. Yeah, Papa Roach. <laughs> <laughs> the roughest, toughest, rumbliest. You catch a roach. <laughs> cockroach that ever roached in every city ever. He's got support all up and down the coastal elite. He's got he's got support from Nicaragua. He's got German cockroach support all over the world. Papa Roach is the favorite, but Crystallis knows in his heart of hearts that no Hercules beetle has ever been able to do this. Oh, God, the montage. Can we? I need to stop putting this out there because I don't want nobody to steal my stuff. Well, copyright it, yeah. <laughs> copyright it. Copyright Black, Black Tribbles. Trademark. Boom. Trademark. Boom. All right, we got it. Pink, 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 pink. You can't stomp, though, because that's half the crap. Exactly. got to be careful. It's probably big money in beetle fights. You got jerkwad flies doing the commentary. Oh, oh he's going to feel that. Oh, you goddamn right. This is Billy Wagner and Buddy Tubbs. <laughs> oh, no. It's a skeleton. It's, it's over. It's all over. Oh, an illegal 
personal. <laughs> He's molting. He's molting. <laughs> Never in my years of Beatles sports have I ever seen anything like this, ladies oh, and gentlemen, Larva and Pupe. This is unprecedented. <laughs> Uh. Somebody pull out some salt. Start throwing uh. <laughs> the slugs are like, no. <laughs> Outside, they got spiders waiting to shake people down as security. <laughs> the big kingpin taking 20% of the houses up in the box seats. It's King Scorpion. <laughs> Oh, but little do we know King Scorpion is not the actual big boss. Oh no, it's the mantis. <laughs> the lurking, lurking in the back. Oh. Okay, okay. Hey, all right. If you, if you want to make a comic, I got you. Yo, <laughs> let's get it. It needs to be stop motion animation, like on some robot chicken stuff. Yes. Could you imagine that? But like with like the the bugs that you find in like the zoo gift shop or something. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what you need. Or like like the Franklin Institute or something like that. Yeah. Yes. Not them dollar store ones. Those no. are the ones in the oh, crowd. No, no, Those no, are the filler. Yeah. That's they, the they, crowd. They, no, that's the audience. Yeah. Oh. Guys. All right. Well, All right. brilliant. With that, ladies and gentlemen, we got to take a pause for the cause. Got to take a pause. We got to go write cause. this down. <laughs> yes. Take notes. Yes, we, we've got a meeting at Hollywood. Meanwhile. Flight <laughs> uh, leaves in an hour. We're going to play a little music for you, and then we will be back here on uh, Black Trouble to continue our talk about anime versus cartoons here on Philly Cam, because you're listening to WPPMLP Philadelphia. Stay tuned. We'll be uh, right back. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, larva and pupae of all ages, welcome to this week in geek history. On August 12, 1960, the first communication satellite was launched. That's right, Echo One, the world's first communication satellite, was launched. Technically, Echo One was a passive reflector, as communication signals were bounced off of it rather than retransmitted as modern satellites do today. Also on August 12th, but in 1981, IBM introduces its first personal computer, the IBM PC Model 5150. Mm, 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 mm. Feels good coming out your mouth. IBM originally intended this model to be a stopgap computer that would allow them to quickly tap into the emerging personal computer market while taking the time to develop a quote-unquote real PC. It was developed in under a year by a team of 12 with the goal of rapid release to market. That's the one that had the three-quarter uh, floppy disks, y'all, the actual floppies. Younger millennials in the room. August 13th, 1993, Capcom releases Street Fighter II Turbo Hyper Fighting for the Super NES in the USA. The Street Fighter II arcade game started the fighting game boom of the 1990s, which spawned off other many fighting game franchises such as Mortal Kombat and Virtua Fighter. The Super NES version brought Street Fighter 2 into the home and um, college dorms where certain people spent many hours smacking down their dorm mates. Uh, on August 14, 2006, Dell and Sony admit that flaws in Sony manufactured batteries used in certain Dell laptops could result in the batteries overheating, catching fire, or exploding. 
They recall over 4.1 million batteries, the largest computer-related recall in history. This came after several widely publicized reports in the preceding months where Dell laptops did catch fire. Still to this day, Dell's reputation has never fully recovered from the incident. Hmm. Talk about flame wars. August 15th, 1998, after three months of anticipation, the original iMac G3 goes on sale. The Bondi Blue iMac became well-known for its colorful case, which bucked the industry norm beige. Or hot beige, as the tick calls it. No, nobody's watching the tick. You guys are missing out. However, it's also known (laughs) for being the first commercially successful computer to eliminate the use of legacy ports and the floppy drive. Widely criticized at the time for not including the other, the older technologies, but by only featuring USB ports for peripheral connectivity, the iMac helped popularize the emerging standard even on Windows PC. And when was the last time anyone saw a hot beige PC like for real for real? This edition of This Week in Geek History brought to you by Friday Night Beetle Fights coming soon to pay-per-view. Back to you, Bat Triple. Thank you very much. I greatly appreciate it. We're back here live on WPPMLP. Philadelphia, ladies and gentlemen, Philly Cam, People Power Media here in the city of brotherly love and sisterly affection, 106.5 FM, streaming to you live and direct on phillycam.org slash listen. You can follow us on Facebook Live and as well as on YouTube. And we are talking anime versus cartoons as part of our Saturday morning summers coming your way. Uh, We also want to let you know that next week it is finally here. Friday, August 23rd through Sunday, August 25th. It is Respect, the Women's Podcast Festival. Three days of fantastic podcasts that are led by some of the leading women of the industry. It promises to be a great time all three nights at Amalgam Comics and Coffee House. Come check us out. We're going to have a Friday night uh, kickoff that's going to be happening. A Friday night kind of like mixer, meet the podcasters, and just come in and just talk, talk and, and, and vibe with everyone, everyone. And then everything kicks off on Saturday at 12 with the first podcast, um, which is actually going to be with uh, Jenny Williams, who is a retired FBI agent. Um, actually does uh, reviews uh, uh, old uh, cold cases from the FBI files. Um, she's actually also going to be talking about how you, yes, you, young lady, I'm talking to you, you can join the FBI because um, there's a there's an industry to be made. There, there There's a life to be made in, uh, in law enforcement with the FBI. She's going to have uh, some other... FBI agents there with her. That's going to that kicks off the festivities on that Saturday. Saturday night we've got a, a great concert. You invited the fest to the thing, man. <laughs> the fest, I mean, I'm cleaning everything, but I'm saying I don't, I'm thinking of the nation. <laughs> the feds, man. Criminating the feds. Well, they're, they're coming in the morning. And I'm letting you know that they're going to be there. When they're coming. I'm telling you what time they're going to be there. 
If y'all can't work that out. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't on him. He gave you all the me. necessary information. You know what I mean? <laughs> I damn to put the warrant in your face a week ahead of time. You know what I mean? So what do you want? Um, but yeah, it's going to be fun. Saturday night, we're going to have a special concert. We're going to have the Radical Geeks podcast, Sex with Tim Marie, special musical performance by Johnny Popcorn. DJ Geeks going to be in the building, and that's going to be hosted by the first ladies of Black Tribbles, Ariel Johnson, Young Candy Tribble, and our very own Kennedy, the Storm Tribble. Those two ladies who will be shutting down the festival on Sunday with their annual girl show that they will not let any of the guys know what they're doing. We have absolutely no clue of what's going to happen on the girl show. Yep. Mind your business. (laughs) You're right. You're right. It's all good, but it's going to be insane. Go to respectpodfest.com for more information to find out the whole lineup, the whole schedule of all the shows that are going to be there. Um, we invite you to come out and celebrate with us. Promises to be a good time. All right, let's get back into anime versus uh, cartoons. Where are we going next, uh, Mac, Isaiah? They're like to hell if we don't pray. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, I, I don't know. I mean, we can talk about like the moral ambiguities. We could talk about some of the cultural differences. We could talk about, I mean, this was a plethora of directions we can go. Where you want to go? I mean, I'm up and down the street. You know me. <laughs> it's a Thursday night. Don't you know what time it is? I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> you drag me all up and down the joint. I don't care. I just, just pick one and roll with it. It's rock. What's you want to start favorite? with? Yeah. Um, I, I don't I don't know if I can pick a favorite. What I'm watching right now is uh, definitely like One Punch Man. I love that. I enjoyed the second okay. season of that. Um, that was pretty good. Yeah, second My season just, just dropped, right? Yeah, it's out. Yeah. Finished yeah, it's it. It's out. nice. And it's out. It's done. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed it. It was it was more of the same, but then it was still different, and it, it uh, opened up the world a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, All right. One Punch Man, is, for those who don't know, is basically a story about a Superman archetype. Mm-hmm. He's an overpowered character, uh, and he beats, he defeats his enemies in a single punch. Right, right. So I mean, it sounds boring. It sounds like it would be, you know, he he never loses. Like how does that be entertaining to watch? However, he's a superhero for fun. Uh, there are heroes all over the world. They have a superhero association. Mm-hmm. There's like a ranking. They're, like, assigned to districts and cities, all that kind of stuff. Uh, So he's kind of bored with being a hero, but he's still trying to challenge himself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, In the second season, he kind of goes to try to figure out what is, like, uh, martial arts. Because he fights, but he's not, like, a martial artist. Yeah, he's definitely, like, a brawler. So he's, on, like, the trail to, like, find out what's this thing about martial arts and that kind of thing. Okay. But, um... But yeah, I, it's 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 I think more interesting to see how people deal with him because mm-hmm. you find somebody who's like, oh, I want to be your disciple. Will you teach me? Mm-hmm. And then you'll find other people like, no, I have to defeat you because like you're you're my enemy now. Or you have somebody that is out to hunt heroes but doesn't know who Saitama is, but Saitama handles him like plainly. But then he doesn't, you know what I mean? But he, he has to figure out. is one punch man. Right. Yeah. He's one punch man. And he, like, handles the guy who's, like, wor- working over, like, A-list heroes. And, like, it never connects, like, all right, I need to, I want to come after you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was never, like, I don't know. It was, like, an interesting dynamic. 
for this guy to be like the big bad of season two and you're not even facing the you know the premier character the hero yeah. of the show right right um so they weren't even pitting them against each other they just kind of crossed paths okay you know what i mean okay um so i guess it's just like kind of how they weave the storytelling is so is that what is like intrigued you about it well, the in. first season, the animation is, oh, my God, it's ridiculous. Beautiful. Like, they have, mm. like, a dream team of, I can't even name everybody, but they have, like, a dream team of, like, the guy that does shading, the dream oh. team of the guy that God does, bless you, anime. Madhouse. Oh, my yeah. God. It was just ridiculous. Like, like, yeah, because Madhouse season. is the producers of the show, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yep. So uh, they didn't do the second season. You, you can see the differences. Yeah. But the first season just looked amazing. Like, it's crazy. Oh, wow. So it's not the same producers that did the second season? No. Nope. No. It's different, not. yeah. So oh. It definitely has like a different look to it, oh. but it's it's still entertaining. Okay. Yeah, Mad, Madhouse produced season one of One Punch Man, and I believe Production IG um, produced season two of One Punch Man. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Okay. So, yeah. Go, so, ahead. Go ahead, Isaiah. Yeah, yeah. So what I was gonna say, like, even with like the the subtle differences with the animation, kind of gives it like a different feel. Let alone what the the story wanted to as well, because put that down again. Uh, just because the way things are animated you can give characters and give environment certain like expressions right have i want to say have you ever watched a cartoon of any sort and maybe there's like a, a food like a dining scene or something and you wanted to eat the food after it yes and spirited away yeah but that's that's not cartoons that, that's, that's anime. anime so that's like a regular cartoon no um, I, I can, not yes which one? In um, the Prince and the Pauper, okay, with with Mickey and him and Goofy okay. were singing about all the food they were going to eat. That makes right. me hungry. Fair, <laughs> that's fair. fair. I was actually going to try and think of more of like a a, a show, mm-hmm. and I can't think of anything right. Ex- except I I was always fascinated about uh, uh, Brontosaurus Burger on Flintstones. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fair. Yeah, hey, 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 so effed up because their dog. Was I brontosaurus. know. Yeah, that's pretty bad. But anyhow, but yeah. So <laughs> even even just like the small details in animation have a big effect. So like with anime, I I see food on there all the time. I was like, yo, that'll be tasty to have that right now. Like it just it makes you want it even more. So even going from Madhouse to IG, right? Yeah, yeah to the IG, the the differences in it made it a little weaker visually. So I think with the storytelling element added onto it, it had to bring you in. So going with what Eric said, because the way characters interact around uh, Saitama, around One Punch Man, and they they had to really rely heavily on the story. So I'll actually say he's not even the main character in the second season. I'll say the actual main character is the hero hunter. The villain. Yeah, the villain, actually, this time around. Okay. And it expands the world even more because now we're seeing things from the villain's perspective, which is something that's not necessarily done much in cartoons. It might be done in some, but not, like, often. I think it's done a little bit. uh, If not often, I think it's done in greater and clearer detail for the anime characters in which you can understand where the character is coming from because that also is what makes a great villain. You can understand and put yourself in their shoes. So with this villain, he... I, what? Okay. All right. You, <laughs> that was something else entirely. All right. So anyway, with this, vi- <laughs> with this villain, though, you, uh, you can understand where he's coming from because he starts off as just 
like from his childhood, he was just kind of bullied. He was always like uh, trying to play heroes and villains, kind of like the cops and robbers sort of detail. And he'd always got picked to be a villain because he had like weird hair. So then for him, he that'll started, do it. That'll yeah, do that it. that'll definitely do it. It can be anything. Kids are evil. Kids are really <laughs> evil. It can just be the slightest thing. It can be like you have freckles. All right, cool. Yo, kids are trash. Yeah, I and mean, they grow up into trash adults. <laughs> but I tripped on the way over here. Some dude change. was like, "How was that trip?" Yo, really? I was like, "What are you, 12? <laughs> oh uh, I, I just, uh, what? I was like, "If you don't get out of my face, pull them socks up, do your homework, shut the right. hell up." He, he could have just been like, "You okay? You all right? Yeah, you all right? Like, you need cool? some help? You're good? Like, you need a hand? I can get you. I can he walk said, you to the next that corner trip? if you, you like. Know, do you really think that that makes me? And he said it like, "Hey, how was that trip, ma? Oh, cause that makes me want to do you being a jerk. Good job." Dick tooth. Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> which is interesting because you don't know which one is which. Large derail. What you but don't know anybody named Robert Tooth, Richard Tooth? I don't know a Richard Tooth. <laughs> Gremlin tipples in the corner. Yeah, he did. he did. I know Randolph Mantooth. I know. Boom. Randolph Mantooth was the star of um, Emergency back in the seventies, and then was a recurring character on the reboot of Battlestar Galactica. No, that was Richard Hatch. No. So it was just Randolph Mantooth on the emergency. That was the last thing he did. My sister had a huge his, crush on him. His last name was really Mantooth? It was Randolph Mantooth. That was the actor's oh, name. I am so fortunate and I, for my I am name. trying to work Randolph Mac- Mantooth into my vernacular for when I want to say certain uh, uh, curse words. Gotcha. I will just say Like Randolph. brother. Instead of. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Or, or like... Uh, Remix triples. Come on, chicken nugget. Oh, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Come yes. over here, chicken nugget. Yep, tired of you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's like, yeah, that'll be a good one. So I'm trying to work Man in Ra- Randolph. No, the, I say the whole name. Oh, Rand- Rand- okay. Randolph, Randolph Mantooth. Mantooth. Okay, hey, I see what you did there. Yeah, I just say mother, father, and keep it moving. Um, yeah, I, I didn't mean that. Lash out, guys. Bryce Harper just hit a grand slam, so we're we're up. We were just down the whole game. I'll we're take it. That's the, hey, I'll take it. In the I'll ninth. So, Ooh. Ooh, perfect. I'm, I'm curious if, yeah. with you, um, and it, and forgive me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like you've only fairly recently started um, following more and more anime. At least when I to hear you talk about it, yeah, more so in the last couple of years, right? So I'm curious because you have a you have a young daughter who's a, what is she, is she ten? She's ten. She's ten. She's ten <gasps> years old. Who's ten? <laughs> They grow up so fast. Yes, I know. I'm wondering. She she has forever been a fan of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes. I'm wondering if you've noticed uh, a, a shift in her watching habits. Uh, she watches anime. Yeah. She definitely watches anime. Probably watching more and more. Uh, I don't know about more and more, but like uh, probably because it's, it's more and more coming out. So like more of the uh, Netflix series that are like more anime based now. She's mm-hmm. like, she's liking um, has its own section. Yeah, like I put on like Sword Art Online, the second yeah. one, oh, Gun Gale. Oh, Gun Gale. So yeah, apparently she watched that entire thing. I, I saw three episodes, and by yeah. the time I was ready to put it on again, she's like, "Yeah, I saw the whole season." Like you saw the whole thing. Like I know it's the summertime and I work, but you saw the whole season. Yeah, I saw the whole season. Yeah, it's like, I'm like we watched episodes. two episodes last night, and I watched like one previous to that. Like you saw the whole. Yeah, I saw the whole season. Yeah, you they slow. Have keep no up. 
idea what it's like to have to wait a whole week yeah, right. to watch and, the next one. And hope right. that you don't get a rerun. Next time yeah. or yeah. <laughs> infamous for it. Then yeah. watching a whole week, you got to wait that whole week and then remember the time that it came on to catch it right before, you know, like, right. yeah. So so that's that's so so that's so, yeah, cool. So, You're saying so, uh, so she's watched anime. Uh, she definitely watched Sailor Moon, and she even watched Ranma one half. I don't really? know if she was too young for it at the time. Um, some of the stuff was like a little questionable, not mm-hmm. too bad though. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, she watched that like entire thing. And I was that gonna thing say is, like, Ramba one half yeah. is pretty long. Yeah, yeah, she watched that when she was like seven. So wow, wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, she likes anime. That's that's the yeah, definitive. She, she she watched <laughs> that one. That was a, uh, and like and I I remember like just putting it on like random probably one time and like it took with her. Like she watched a lot of that one, like most of it. Yeah, it it, it it's interesting. Like once they once kids start to lock in on it, that's really where they're. They go, they run with it, because that was the same with Olivia. She, um, you know, she. Thankfully, I was able to keep her indoctrinated on Justice League. But uh, outside of that, she was anime hard, man. Um, and I remember one day, and I don't remember what the name of the show was. She was watching this anime that always. It was just about a baseball team, a softball team, like it's this girl softball team. That's all it was about. I'm waiting for like the bats Action to turn, or something. yeah, the bats to turn into rockets or something the like action's that. Action's the game, and it was just this little story series. About this baseball team. That's called that, that's Slice like, of Life. Everything doesn't have to be about like action. Like there mm-hmm. could be like simple stories. Yep. There's a popular anime now. I wish I knew the name. Where Jesus and Buddha are roommates. Word. Oh, oh yeah. I've heard I've about seen, that. Saint, Saint Youngman. Say it again. Saint Saint Youngman. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Show's called. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they just they're roommates and they live. Yeah. Like and it's nothing like wild and crazy. It's not like if South Park did it or whatever. <laughs> God bless. And it's just like oh, real. Jesus. Chill and normal, just like a regular whatever our life is doing this today. That is so. That is that that that's the beauty of it. Like, that's the why? beauty of it. Uh, hold on, we've got a, Ooh, we've got another, another caller. caller. Got another caller. Hello, caller. You're live on Black Tribbles. Who's this? Hey, how y'all doing? It's Blair. <laughs> how you doing? How you doing, Blair? Hey, I was talking about anime, so you know I had to come in and support live on the two one five. Right, right. <laughs> Except you're not in the two one five no more. You're calling all the way from the Berg. Yep. <laughs> I'm <still> support. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Cause this is where you from. Right. Represent. Right. Period. From the seven one seven. Is that what the number? No, it's the four one two. Four one two. Yeah. Oh, that Berg. Yeah. yeah. Which Berg do you think you I was talking Harris. about? Harrisburg. Oh you think no. Harrisburg. no. It's, it's cold Harrisburg. out there in the mountains. Right, still, right, right, still right. a country. Nah, keep keep going. Keep going. For real. So what's on your mind, Blair? Um, I feel like personally for anime, the greatest anime like of our time that oh, I would boy. used to like stay up and like wait really late at night to watch, um, was Yu Yu Hakusho and Cowboy Bebop. Mm-hmm. I can't say which one is like my favorite out of the both of them because both of them have such great plot lines. So like I just think that both of them are just on like the peak of anime. Um, and then you know I grew up on like Inuyasha, like Fullmetal Alchemist, and Big O, and 
whatever the lineup was after that because I didn't really watch it because I stayed up to watching Niyasha. But <laughs> I felt like, you know, all those shows are really, really great and complex in their own way. And anime just created such a culture. It just kind of irritates me that now people want to get on the wave and want to ride like the anime train. When nah, y'all was over here calling us nerds, saying that we was weird, but now all of a sudden it's cool. Like, nah, man, y'all not really fans. Y'all wasn't shooting with us when we was in the gym. <laughs> you know, it's funny that you would bring up Inuyasha because I feel like the worst thing I could have done was introduce Blair to Inuyasha because you couldn't do nothing. Like, Blair had every Inuyasha anything, like, and... <laughs> I, I think I watched like one or two episodes and then Blair came in and that was it. Like all we watched was Inuyasha. And that daggone <laughs> Kagome. Mm. Oh boy. Listen, listen. So earlier, right, mm. y'all took a poll, right? I think it was I don't know. Y'all took a poll, right? And y'all said, which anime character would y'all be? And Kagome. Let Inuyasha try me, okay? That's what the, he definitely didn't mess with the wrong. Because if it was me, let me out to disrespect me, drop me, yell at me, disrespect me in front of my colleagues and my comrades and these demons. Boy. <laughs> right? <laughs> Yo, I'm mad that Blair got so hot that her phone was censoring her. Like, that, you were breaking up for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, there. you were breaking up there. For, I, I want to ask you a, a real quick question, Blair, before we let you go. Um, because I'm curious if you, you can speak to. And maybe it was when uh, your sister Kennedy in- introduced you to Inuyasha. When, when did you start making the shift from cartoons to really just fully embracing just watch, watching primarily anime? And do you remember why it was that you made that shift? Well, I think it was. It has to. It's really because of Kennedy. Because there was. It was before Inuyasha that I got into anime. I saw her watching, or she had like a wallpaper up or something of like Sailor Moon, and like I was like, oh, that's really cool. Like their outfits are awesome. It's very colorful. And she was just like, oh, you would probably like this. And she was like, yeah, it's like Japanese. And I was like, what? It's not from our country. And she was like, <laughs> yeah, none of stuff that I watch is from America. And I was like, that's not true. Watch like we didn't talk about that. So, but he, it was in from she hit his and then. Blair, I need you to stick your head out a window or something, because yeah, you're breaking up a little bit there, Blair. You're breaking up. Well, I'm sorry. I'm on the bus going home. I understand. I understand. We're just letting you know, because you don't know, that you are breaking up a little bit, and it's becoming a little bit hard to follow you. But I understand. I understand. So it it was primarily Kennedy and seeing the Sailor Moon posters and her telling you about the cartoons that she watched, and none of them were from this country, that really introduced you to anime, which is very interesting, because somewhere along the line, Kennedy fell out of love with anime or just we had a strong like i don't know if i was ever in love with okay anime. we might have had one or two dates well enough dates oh, that you introduced them girl. to your sister i was obsessed there was no love it was obsession yeah man <laughs> i wanted the whole lifestyle i was like i'm going to Japan. i'm leaving well, I, I feel you know that's, that's the same thing olivia said olivia has always wanted to go to japan and that was because of watching anime Yo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you guys for taking my call. I really appreciate it. 
Well, appreciate you listening and giving us a call. And you be you oh, be yeah. careful out there in the uh, 412. Oh, uh, you know, I'm a thug in these streets, man. <laughs> I ain't scared. <laughs> this trick went to private Catholic school her whole life. How are you... Th- you lucky I ain't at the boards. I bang on you right now. <laughs> wow, wow. I'm kidding though. Blair really I love is the most y'all thug. Anyway. Blair really is the most thug out of all of us. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> Blair, she on the bus. She can't say nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, I cut for fun, and <laughs> and then just bang on the phone, whatever. All right, Blair, we're gonna let you go, dear. Be careful. Be safe. Love you. Okay. Bye. Love you guys. Bye. 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 When did that become a thing? Who started that? I tell you where I got it from. It was from what was the? It was a cartoon on Comedy Central. It came on after something I watched. It was the one about the uh, Bobby Moynihan. I want to say he was a, portraying that white rapper that was gay. Okay. Uh, oh, it was that one episode that he had, he was like him and his two friends. Michael Pena was one of the voices, mm-hmm. and they were trying to do like a rap group, and they had like a group in high school where they were trying to like. Didn't that come on after Archer? Something like that, probably. Yeah. And then the one boy was on the phone with his girlfriend, like, but you know, he's trying to like butch it up for his friends. Right. But then he still ended the phone with like, bye. And it was like the longest he drew it out, it was just the funniest thing. Like, <laughs> I laughed for a month off of that. Like, oh my God, it's, I was dying. So that's my reference. Bye. Okay. I, I just never knew where. I, nev- I never knew. Never knew. Different song. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I was waiting for the rest of it. I thought I was about to learn But something. yeah, like that's another thing with like anime. You can get those like not necessarily adult themes and um, you know, interactions, but just just more engaging storytelling, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like Ranma one half where people are cursed and they transform. So there's one boy who's a martial artist turns into a girl when he gets wet. And then you have to put like hot water on him. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Um Death Note. Where like you just talk about like uh, if you had the power to kill, you know, with no consequences, would you? You know, that kind All of right. thing. Because, you know, Death Note, you write a name in a book and a person would just like have a heart attack. Or you could specify how they die and this person in the world would just drop dead mm-hmm. when and how you said or you wrote in the book. So like for a young high school person to find that and then take it upon himself to be like, all right, I'm going to change the world and, you know, watch that story unfold. It's just like it's gripping kind of tales, you know. It's definitely nothing you see in uh, ca- cartoons, much mm-hmm. less like regular television, you know. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's definitely not a serialized kind of a thing. You get to yeah. see an arc and a journey and something unfold. Just keeping it to uh, to the Saturday morning fair for just a little bit before we before we get got to get out of here. Like I was saying, like the real hardcore influx of anime, like the real big wave came in the 90s when there was still Saturday morning cartoons um, and and weekday afternoon cartoons, but you felt this influx of anime that just started pushing everything out. Sure, you had some of your perennials, like there was always going to be a Scooby-Doo cartoon, and there was always going to be, uh, well, you know, you had Batman animated series, which then kind of like segued into Superman and then Batman Beyond mm-hmm. and Justice League, mm-hmm. but outside of them, and maybe a few other things, and maybe was was popping up on Nickelodeon at that time. Anime came in like when Pokemon hit, like we we spoke about when Pokemon hit. 
everything else just started following in its wake. You know, that's when you had uh, Yu-Gi-Oh came yep. and Digimon. Uh, Digi- Digi- Digimon. Yep. Like, Digimon. Yeah, exact same thing as Pokemon. Are you Pokemon? Are you Pokemon? Which one are you choosing? Like, it, you had teams. Yo, right? and that really was a thing. Yeah. That was lunchroom fights. Exactly. Yes, don't sit with I them. Know. Hey. Choose a side. Yeah, get one. That's it. Is it Friday night beetle fight? <laughs> <laughs> or the impersonator? I'm trying to think of something witty that would rhyme. And it's hard. Thursday afternoon tickle bloom. I don't know. <laughs> tickle doom. But Thursday afternoon tickle doom. Yeah. Oh but there God. were other what, there were other things that followed. Because to me, like and, you had and, Sakura, you had card captor, card yeah, captor. Right, Sakura, Sakura, that was because fun. like to me, like Pokemon and Yu Gi Oh were kind of like. I, and I don't know. Y'all correct me if I'm wrong. I will. They were kind of like, I know you're welcome. They were. They <laughs> Yo, were, he couldn't wait. I know. Rudy Pooh said, this is what I know, boss. <laughs> this is what I know. Come yeah. here, coach. They, they were kind of like the, the benchmarks. And then to me, everything else was kind of like derivative of them. Like, because like you just said, Digimon to me mm-hmm. just was like a $3 Pokemon. And <laughs> yeah. that that's, must have been after Those tax. are fighting words for some people. Well, yeah. I'm sorry, but it, 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 it even looked like $3 Pokemon. And then um, Yu-Gi-Oh!, which was all about cards as well. It's major. Oh, my God. And then yeah. they had, you said one that was, it was card, card, card Captain Sakura. Like, to me, it was Sakura. like, that wasn't even an original name. It was like, you're literally just but, Card but Captor. In, in her defense, Card Captor wasn't like monster yeah. uh, card games. They were like almost tarot cards. Mm-hmm. So it was okay. a little tarot, bit. Talismans. It so was like different. it was like if if um, Yu Gi Oh and Sailor Moon had a baby. Okay. Yeah, that's probably the best. Okay. And raised by the yeah. Sailor Scouts. And Sailor Moon definitely was what Sailor yep. now Sailor, Sailor Moon Moon's considered an OG. Yeah. Right, but Sailor Moon, if I remember. I don't remember Sarah Moon really hitting Saturday morning. It was. It was. It was was early. It was Saturday because it was before it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you had one and then you had the other right after. It was all right. I think it started off with Sailor Moon first and Mm -hmm. then Dragon Ball Z and then I think it switched. But those two were always like neck to neck between one another. Okay. Those are everybody's gateway drugs. Mm -hmm. And I forgot about Dragon Ball. I guess that's up there right there too. Yep. Um, And then what? it seemed like all of a sudden everything was anime. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it, it really is kind of because of Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! Because now you have products. Now you can well, sell yeah, things. And yeah. same thing with Digimon. Because now you got Digivices. You get Pokeballs and stuff with Pokemon. You get the cards from Yu-Gi-Oh! And Pokemon had Pokemon cards that no one knew how to play. If you know how to play Pokemon, like the actual card game, God bless you. You must be a genius or something. Because right. you just collected them just to sell them. Like, Kirby Triple has, like she did an inventory. Mm-hmm. Her Pokemon card collection is worth thousands of dollars. Hold on to it. It could be worth more. She's, she's been like tempted to sell certain like rare ones and it's just been holding on to them. Yeah. Oh, I remember for years coming up, all she wanted was Pokemon cards and she's got like the big office binder Jones full mm-hmm. of them. Well, just recently someone sold their Pokemon collection for $107,000. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So their money. I know you're not playing with them. You're just taking these and putting them in like a, a cabinet somewhere. There's no yes. way. Oh, easy. No, because you can't touch with. them at that point. Then you exactly. have the oil transfer. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they'll have the same, if they'll go the way the baseball cards did. Remember, it was like back in the day. You collect a baseball card. I got Ricky Mantle's rookie card. Like, right. Yeah. Right. it was a thing. Now, no one collects. There right. aren't even baseball cards anymore. Nope, nope. 
No. Well, even it, though, to be yeah. fair, if you do have some of the older ones, they're still worth something. Right. But you're right. There's no new ones or anything like that. Like, if you're holding on to a Ron Howard, like, give it up. <laughs> <laughs> Just like he did. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man. With the, with the cards and stuff. Well, I guess that's a little tough only because... Now, like, there's reprints are super easy, and then you can yeah. just go back and reprint, right, like, right, something right. that was, like, an original card. So, yeah, the value kind of depreciates, but if you have one of the original originals, yeah, you're making bank. Easy. Now, real quick, th- th- there's one thing I do want to ask, because with anime coming into Saturday morning cartoons, and then mm-hmm. with the proliferation of cable, right. you had, like, all of these anime networks and stuff. Right. And to me, all of a sudden... And I don't, I don't, I don't, I, you know, I'm only like, I'm only outside looking in on the anime world. Yeah, yeah. It seemed like to me, people were like, all of a sudden, they were turning up their noses to certain forms of anime. And I remember it seemed, I remember when they started doing like the channels, Funimation had a channel. Mm-hmm. And I remember talking to somebody, it may have been Spider Triple J. And Jay kind of, because, you know, like, Jay is like Mr. Anime. True. So, um, and him saying, like, you know, people don't really mess with Funimation like that because they didn't consider it real anime or or some such thing like that. And I didn't really understand it. I could see, like, a subtle difference artistically in, in some of what an, uh, Funimation was doing as opposed to maybe... Like you know, some of the like Pokemon or, or Yu Gi Oh, but it it all looked it looked anime to me. Yo, <laughs> we forgot Outlaw Star, bro. Outlaw Star, yeah. How we forget okay. Outlaw Star? I mean, here's my thing with Outlaw. It kind of came a little bit later. It's it's part of the invasion, but it did come a little bit later with Toonami. Right, and then that's uh, what blew everything and out you, the water. And you know what? And, and that's exactly what happened because yeah. I remember when Outlaw Star came out, uh, Olivia was into anime. Mm-hmm. And I, I saw her watching it, and, you know, I could see a big smile on her face. So I called, told myself, remember this for Christmas. And when Christmas came, I bought her the big box set of Outlaw Star. This maybe was two, three months later, right? Mm-hmm. She had already was done with Outlaw Star because Toonami hit, mm-hmm. and she had everything else. So I... <laughs> Christmas, I'm thinking, I'm like, boss. Yeah, boy. Bam, Outlaw Star. She's like, oh, wow, cool. She never watched it. <laughs> Yo, actually, if she still has it, tell her to save it because it's actually worth a couple hundred dollars. Oh, I sold that job. Like, oh, dog. Wow. Dog. I sold that job. So you're telling me I'm sitting on a couple hundred dollars right now? Yeah. I bought from GameStop for like $3 for the whole set? Oh, man. You got the one from GameStop. I don't know. Yeah, that's used. That, that might be used. I can still watch it, though. You can still watch it. Oh, don't yeah, matter. Yeah. You can still watch it. It still works. You put it in your little DVD player. Or, and they're telling, they telling you that you can keep on watching it because they don't want your used Scratch Outlaw Star box set. You're going to be sitting there with a 10-piece like, ooh, ew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sitting there with Papa Roach on his shoulder. Oh. <laughs> Ready, champ? <laughs> Ready? Oh, yeah, brother. I came all the way from the terrible hills of Madagascar to watch this with you. The galactic ley line couldn't keep me from this evening's events. I got your outlaw star, brother. (laughs) (laughs) This is why we win awards. Yes. 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 
Oh, finishing oh, move would be the shooting star press for sure. Okay. okay, so what really was that? Was that actually a thing? Did people start turning up their nose? Nate, let's hear from you. Is that really a thing? People start turning up their nose to certain forms of anime. Yeah, to to an extent, it's just like oh. Out of, out of nowhere, we get like anime elitist. It's like, oh, the one is better than the other. Yeah, yeah. Subs versus dubs. Subs versus dubs. Just like it's just just watch it. It's like <laughs> it, you you have your preference. That's cool. Don't don't be in other people's faces. Don't start fights. You know, we we're all nerds. We all grew up on this. So yeah, like I think that might be part of why I wasn't able to completely submerge myself in it. The whole sub first dub thing. Okay. Uh, for those of you unaware, subtitles versus uh, like, language, language dub. dub. Yeah, right. right. And for me, if the characters looked Japanese, I'm watching it with subtitles. Right. Mm-hmm. The hard part is you're missing things because you're reading it mm-hmm. as right, well. Right, right. You know what I mean? But if the characters didn't look like they had any t- definitive ethnicity, so mm-hmm. Cowboy Bebop is one of them, Outlaw Star is another, um, then I would watch it in English because they could be from, from anywhere. But a lot right. of the other stuff, I, I just had a hard time getting into it. Now... That being said, I prefer Spirited Away with subtitles. Okay. At this okay. point. Right. At this yeah. point. Um, but even then, it's hard because Spirited Away is such a beautifully visual masterpiece. You don't want to be like, missing it. Yeah, yeah, but I also feel like for me to watch it in English, it's like I'm losing part of it as well. Okay. So I, True. Kind of like you're doing a disservice yeah. in a way? Almost. Okay. The, um, only, the only thing I will say about Spirited Away, um, especially especially with, you know, Studio Ghibli um, movies, when they did go in and do the dubs, that they put so much of a budget into them and really were very particular about the casting mm-hmm. of all of the voices. And they really, like, leaned into, like, they're actually acting, you know, trying to give yeah. an actual performance to it that um, I'm sure there is, you know, something missing in translation, but I still felt invested in it yeah. watching it. You know and what I mean? I think it's hard because when you're when you're watching it in Japanese, I don't I don't know if the voice acting is any any good, good because right. I don't know which inflection is going on exactly. what word or, or right. what. Whereas when I watch um, Princess Mononoke in English, mm-hmm. I could see why they picked Billy Bob Thornton. I could right. see you why they picked it. you know yeah. Minnie Driver to do this. But you know, and, and Billy Crudup was really good in that. So it takes it takes some of the. It's like oh, give or take. Like I, yeah, I just that, that's that's another thing that popped up recently too, with the whole like oh. Uh, you don't know if like Japanese voice acting is bad because of the inflection. That's something that popped up. It's like, oh, people that enjoy subs are just and like this dubs are just like, oh, you don't know if the inflection of how they're saying certain words is good or bad. So it's just like, you know, what what's the point? <laughs> All I know is that in Inuyasha in particular, the way Kagome kept saying his name made me want to do something violent. I, I had to censor Inuyasha. myself. <laughs> Inuyasha? I was like, oh God, it was like nails in the chalkboard. <laughs> so, I, so I was like, okay, I'm going to just watch this in Japanese and I'm going to read it. Yeah. Nope, same thing. I was yep. like, oh, so she's just 100% that annoying. Yeah, yeah. Cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Tight, tight, tight. Got it. Yeah. Never watching this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 I definitely feel that too. She was. Yeah, no, you're not the only American. one. I find myself um, watching more of the dubs primarily because 
I'm watching it and I'm usually doing something else. Yeah. So I can't be reading it. However, if I don't feel the voice selected for at least the main characters, just don't look right with, don't mm. sound like it goes with the character design, then I, even that way, I, I get, I'm out of it. I, it'll draw me I, out. I, I do feel that as well, because in most cases for uh, Japanese anime, and like in the sub, like the original voice language, they have women cast as, you know, mm-hmm. young boys. Well, yes. And teenage boys. So it's just like, when you hear it in English and they're just like, with, like, they have a male actor in that role. It's very different, right? So, like, it's whatever whatever you hear first. That'll be the main thing you 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 stick to, like Japanese or English. So, yeah, I can throw you. Yeah, off. like even when it comes to like bass and a voice too. Like sometimes the Japanese voice actor maybe their voice is like deeper for that particular uh, character, and then with the English dub, it's like um, there's no bass, there's no emphasis, there's no scary sort of feeling that I should have from this character. Right. So it's, it's just one of those things that, again, that can kind of get lost in translation because where you have to uh, inflect and not. But you had mentioned weebs. We had mentioned subs versus dubs. So I think another part of the whole anime portion of it all is it definitely forms a weird community, but also it's a cultural thing, too. Uh, I will say... Sorry, I had to switch hands. Uh, I'll definitely say, because we mentioned that your daughter, Olivia, definitely wanted to go to Japan after watching some anime. I definitely felt the same way. Nate, I don't know if you did, but maybe you I, have. I do. Right. And I think it paints... I think it was cool because anime itself painted and gave this image to us as children because we barely knew anything really outside of the United States. Mm-hmm. Maybe we knew of these other places, but we probably didn't get any sort of view of what it would look like. Anime brought that to us, to the front step, to our TVs, and we can actually see some of the lay of the land from old Edo period, Japan to the futuristic, uh, what like Neo-Tokyo would look like, to what current Japan looks like. And then from that aspect of getting a sort of wanderlust, they're like, oh, I wanted to go and travel, mm-hmm. which definitely helps Japan out because, you know, tourist attractions and everything. But, hey, help their budget. Uh, from having that to... Like they need it. Right? But then that kind of helped us want to bring that culture here to America as well. So then that could also be part of the reason why there was more of an influx in Japanese animations because we were asking for it. We wanted to see more of it. We mm-hmm. boosted the ratings. We, you know, put it out on, you know, the, the interweb and then the chat rooms and things like that. And from there, it started building this, this community where... Okay, maybe some of it is very positive. This fandom, I should say, very positive. And then obviously you're gonna have some of the, the toxic and negative forms of fandom as well too. But that helped to formulate it. And then once you you know show someone and introduce like this anime to them because maybe it's your favorite or it's good for X reason and or it's good for this sort of genre, then they continue to like it. Maybe they want to explore. Uh, and I think just like with anyone's like favorite anything, they have like a top three. This is what you should learn, or just what you should watch if you know you're brand new to it. And I think that's you know part of it is bringing that culture to America. Mm. I don't know. I got mixed feelings about it. No. Yeah. You know, because like like I was saying, Blair was saying that she wanted to go to her goals to get to Japan in January. 
And I was like, just this be careful. Okay. Yeah. I was like, just be careful because xenophobia is a big problem over there. Yeah, Racism yeah, is a problem be. over there. Yeah. Yeah. And I know you're going to love being the tallest person in like a 10 block radius. Mm. But I also know the second someone tries to touch your hair, yeah. you're going to lay waste to those poor fools. And I just right. want you to be mindful of that. She said, oh, that's right. I didn't think about it. Mm-hmm. That's 100% facts. <laughs> <laughs> like, as as a person that's been to Japan, yeah, they're, they're a touchy feely culture. They're probably going to try and touch your hair. Mm-mm. Like, a, a high 77% chance. Top news on Action News tonight. <laughs> <laughs> American like, yeah. tourists ran a rampage <laughs> down Tokyo. So, yeah. You've heard of Godzilla, <laughs> but have you heard of a Philly black woman? <laughs> Blazilla! <laughs> No, you didn't. Do I touch my hair? <laughs> you don't know me like that. Oh, ee, ee. that's all we gonna hear. That's all we gonna hear. That's exactly. <laughs> what <we're gonna> <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere right now, Blair is like on her phone, like. No, 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 no. So anyway, y'all gonna stop making fun of me. Y'all gonna stop. Oh, Kennedy, how are you just going to come at this? No, 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 no. You're not going to do it like that. Nah, nah. You said that everybody's got a top three before we get out of here. Nate, what's if you had to introduce someone into the world of anime, what three anime would you introduce? Me, personally, Mobile Suit Gundam will be number one. Wow, that's an old cut. Number two would be Yu Hakusho. There. Was uh, one currently number three. It's still ongoing, but My Hero Academia. Yeah. Okay, well. Yeah. What about you, Isaiah? So if I'm going to do top three introducing them to anime, I would throw out Samurai Champloo because it's one of the best of all time. My hero for something that's newer. And I can give them something either OG. So the third spot would be interchangeable. That can either be... Yu Yu Hakusho, or I'll probably give him Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood to give him something that has a lot of depth and can make him think. So it'll be one of those two for the last one. All right. There you go. I think that's a, that's a nice little cross section. Mm-hmm. A little old school, new school, mm-hmm. the people to choose from, you know? Yep. Some they can dispose of, and some they can keep and, and keep watching. Yeah. I have my pick of which one they would dispose of, but yeah. that's me. What do I know? I just know that it's I watched cool. 21 episodes and I'm still not into that show. <laughs> Shade. <laughs> and it's totally it's fine. It's so dark in here. Like, <laughs> there's lights it's on, totally but fine. I still... He likes some characters. He doesn't like the main character. And that can be an issue because I almost didn't like Deku at first, too. And that's why. Mm. Thank- thankfully, Oh, I like you dropped my hero. Yeah. I got... Dude, I watched the entire... Fr- I watched into the second season. Uh-huh. And I was like, yo, this guy, this kid gets on my too nerves. Too whiny. Yes, I understand. It. I had to go. I, I had to leave. And, and don't get me wrong; there were episodes that I enjoyed, but overall, I was like, "All right, I'm I'm done. I'm done. I'm I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> Thank you. I'm gone." I don't know. <laughs> see. I like My Hero Academia because it makes me think. Because like, I'm not original. So when I see like Marvel and DC, I think heroes. Mm-hmm. I can't think of my own like what else is a hero. Like they have so many things that is a hero. You'd have been like, what? So uh, that's why I love it. Just like the different kinds of heroes and villains that they well, have. Well, true. I mean, well, you can make a hero of a guy that who all he does is like shoot uh, tape. I mean, that's from his elbows. Yeah. Pretty sick. You'd be like, what? Because yeah. like, yeah, like so, I'd have so never a, thought of that. Yeah. So it's a power, but it's like not like a great power, but it's something I mean, he makes make it, it work. A great power. Yeah. Right. It does things. <laughs> and it's all about how creative you are with your own 
That's true. That's true. Speaking of heroes, next Friday at 4 o'clock at the convention center, Keystone Comic Con, your girl will be hosting the Next Generation panel featuring Marina Sirtis and Michael Dorn. Uh, they have us build as Tales from the Holodeck. It's going to get interesting. I'm going to change my whole PowerPoint presentation up now. But it's going to be lit. Um, and then afterwards, of course, come to our, our after party here uh, at Amalgam as we kick off the Respect Fest. But if, you have, if you're in town, got something, you got some time on your hands, downtown Philadelphia, Keystone Con. Hit us up. For more information, go to KeystoneComicCon.com. That's got tickets, timing, and all that other stuff. Um, so it's going to be dope. It's going to be dope. Most definitely. Bet. Nate, thank you for uh, sitting in with us. Yay. Go, Ranger. Yeah, go, go, Ranger, Ranger go. go, Go. Go, Ranger. Go, Ranger. Go. 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 Hey. Ranger. Ranger. Go. Ranger. You even old enough to remember that? He don't. <laughs> he does not. Just, just kind of a calm guy right now. Oh. I'm about to be like, yo, you're looking at me like, what is this? He does. <laughs> Do you know what that's from? No, he doesn't. Wow. Okay. You never saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2? Secret of the Ooze? Yeah, of course. Ninja rap, ninja, go ninja. It, go it ninja. took a minute to remember. Yeah, he doesn't even know who that rapper was. <laughs> so we're just going to leave that right there. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, freaking youth. <laughs> great not knowing this nothing. on a daily basis. Hey, it's day. great Show. not knowing that. It's great not having that, you know, wafting around in your brain. So good on you, dog. Nom noms. All right, well, thank you, Nate, for, for sitting in with us again. Uh, yeah. My pleasure. It's a pleasure having you in here. Um, we got to get out of here, ladies and gentlemen. This show will be available for your download and streaming pleasure come the morn on blacktribbles.com as well as on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher Radio. Stitcher, Stitcher Radio. Radio. And any place and every place that you find podcasts, please like and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, YouTube. Become a subscriber um, and follow like, us on Tribbles. What'd you say? I'm I sorry. said like, share, and subscribe on YouTube. There you go. Um, Tribbles After Dark is it's up there, our, our TV show web series. We've got another episode that's about to drop. Oh, um, mm. it's going to be insane. Uh, the, the Black Tribbles with the art school dropouts. It's going to be incredible. Oh, wow. It, you can't wait till you see this. Um, and, um, and, and on the podcast of your choice, please give us a five-star rating and even more importantly, a review. Please. Because that helps people find the show. For the Uncanny Tribble, for the Super Tribble, for the Storm Tribble, for the Super Saiyan Tribble, for the Master Tribble, for the Intern Tribble, for the Ranger Tribble, and all the Tribbles at sea. This is the Bat Tribble. In parting, we say. Hailing frequencies close. Listening to WPPM LP Philadelphia.